I'm Bo. And I'm Mike. And you're listening to Tope Suicida! It is what wrestling can be. And listeners, we got a Watchamania for you. We do. Right? A really funny Watchamania, I would yeah. think. We hope. Last week... Well, actually, I don't know if it was last week. I think it was last week, some time yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, I'd say last I week. I would imagine it was last week. We watched uh, one of the two matches that we watched with the Bad Life Choice, Colin Cassidy, first wrestler we ever had on the program, uh, was uh, The Undertaker versus Mankind from In Your House 11, Buried Alive in 1996, the Buried Alive match uh, that gave the event its name. It was uh, the titular match, I guess you might say. And uh, we thought that that was so much fun and so amusing. Uh, I happened to check out the Wikipedia on a whim and saw that whole card. And I said, holy shit, this is the WWF in 1996. We got to do a watch along of this shit. And I don't even know what the card is at all. I know zero (laughs) matches on this entire hour and 50 minutes. I like an old WWF pay-per-view reasonably timed. Right? It's not Reason- seven hours. Reasonably timed. An hour and 50 minutes is a good amount of time for a pay-per-view. Do you realize you and I are going to stream together WrestleMania in all its glory with no audience? I know. I'm so excited. Isn't that fucking that. crazy? It's going to be weird. We're in the middle of a quarantine, everyone. Uh, you heard about that last week. Yeah. So here we are. Yeah, watch out for that coronavirus. It's out there, and it will not get you drunk. No, it will not, uh, but it may kill an elderly person that you are close to, so... uh, Stay inside. From now on, remember, uh, 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 you know, kiss on the top of the head, don't let it spread. Yes. The world after this will be fundamentally changed. Actually, I'm sorry. Don't kiss anybody on the top of the head. Don't don't get anywhere near anyone. Stay six to eight feet away from mm-hmm. anyone that you're around. <laughs> yeah, don't be friends with anyone. If you are, do teleconference. Are we old for calling... Did I just call this a teleconference? Is that old? Yeah. That feels old. Yeah, completely. That's like if you called an app a program. Tope Twak coming. 2020 possibly delayed because of the coronavirus. So... Yeah, who knows? Who knows what's yeah, we'll on the see. front there for Tope Suicida's uh, interactive software solution, Tope 2K, <laughs> Tope 2000. I was going to keep going with a bit, but I didn't want to. <laughs> that's okay. I mean, <laughs> not, you know. I'm not feeling it. That's fine. Uh, so uh, I guess why don't we just, uh, yeah, this is kind of the first in pr- what may be an extended series of watch-alongs because... Mm-hmm. Uh, we are unable to record in the same place at the same time because mm-hmm. we're kind of trying to do our duty and be part of the solution to mm-hmm. stopping the coronavirus from spreading. A healthy society. So we hope you guys enjoy uh, these little tope drips. Yeah, <laughs> you're dripping into your ear canal. Yeah, maybe shorter we're coming episodes. Out with- Maybe sooner, more than once a week, dripping in your ears. Gross. It's a gross way to say it. <laughs> it's a weird way. We're going to, we'll cut that out. Um, 
So Bo yeah, controls I controls guess... the edit. We'll not cut that out. Tope drip dripping all over your ear canal. Oh, it's so. Don't say it like that. It's so bad. <laughs> Every time you say it like that, don't. It's not. It's fine if we call it tope drips, but seriously, like we can't. You can't say dripping in your ear canal. Like that's all a right. gross. All right, I like already recorded all the bumpers, so I don't know if I can change them now. I think they're already recorded. Let me play, press play on this one real quick. Boop. Tope drip, dripping in your ears, deep, thick, thick fluid in your ear canals oh. every week, maybe more than once a week. Get them, tope drip. <laughs> that was the one thing I already oh, recorded no, and paid so... for, so I don't know. Ah, oh, man, that is really graphic. We're going to have to change that, Bo. Like, we can't, that's, that is, too, it's, it's, it's too much. I have another one. Do you want to hear it? I mean, I get, is it better than that? Is it less graphic than that one? Uh, it was recorded on the same day. Boop. Coming at you live every week, maybe twice a week. Tope drips. Turn on the faucet. Put your ear under there. Gonna go all the way deep inside your brain. Real deep, flowing. Cleaning out every crevice in your ear. We want to get to know you. Tope drips. <laughs> oh my god, that started out fine and then it ended up so creepy and weird. The ad's not even over. You thought it was over, but it's not over. Is it Tope still drips. Going? <laughs> turn it on. Listen, I can't stop it. You gotta turn it on. It's gonna go in your ear. So deep. Boop. Sorry. That one got away from me, and uh, I told them I'm not going to pay for it because they would not edit it. So, what do you mean you're not going to pay for it? Who did you hire to do these? The uh, local recording studio. I figure, you know, I recorded them because I had this idea a long time ago before the quarantine. I was like, let's do a thing called Tope Drips. I think Mike will really like the name. Boop. He'll really like the Tope, 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 Tope Drips. Come on down Saturday. Get your ears filled up with that sweet Tope fluid. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven different men giving you that Tope drip that you <laughs> crave. Open up your eyes, your ears, your mouth. Get that Tope drip. Boop. That's a, see, that one I liked. Bo, I think that one was too much. That one was that one was that was way too overboard. I'm thinking something that's just like, you know, tope drips. Uh, mm -hmm. Just a a little uh, a little sprinkle uh, when you're feeling. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. Wait, I'm, not, I'm not really advertising. tope drips. We're sprinkling cream all over your ear canal. Dripping in, putting sprinkles, making it delicious. Watch out, there's ants. Tope drip. Boop. No, Did that you hire one. Randy Savage to do that one? <laughs> Did you get Savage from Beyond well, the Grave? He was affordable, actually, because he's, you know, post-mortem. That's unbelievable. Beep. Yeah, uh-huh. Talking about Tope drips, yeah. Coming at <laughs> you with so many different colors of the rainbow. Tope red, tope blue, tope green, yeah. Tope indigo, that's what I'm talking about. So many different beautiful colors dripping inside your ears and your mouth, yeah. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> Beep. They're going to see your ears. They're going to be like, those ears are the cream of the crop. Yeah. Boop. Sorry, he had a tag at the end. So He's a real pro. Yeah, Macho man. A, he's a real yeah, pro. He cuts a, he cuts a good well, anyway, show. everybody, we're working on it. We're, we, we may be uh, called Tope Drips. It may not. I don't know. It depends on if we can get this all in order.
It's definitely Tope Drips. Uh, but for now we're getting ready for In Your House. Uh, we hope this works. Both on mic, we're using the, we're using uh, separate uh, devices to watch. We're going to press play as if you're with us. We're going to do one, two, three, play. And Mike will press play. And I will press play. And hopefully it'll be synced up. And hopefully right. you will press play and you don't get left in the dust, loser. Fucking lame All right. Mike, are you ready? I'm ready. One. Two. Before we start. <laughs> yes? I know you've had some problems with your computer. Is it going to be able to stream and record audio at the same time? Me? Is the computer going to be able to stream, record audio, and shoot a video with me and you at the same time, was your computer, can it handle it? Do you think so? Yeah, I heard your question, and frankly, I'm insulted. <laughs> My computer's going to do fine. Thank you very much. All right. Okay. Uh, before we get started, though, <laughs> I just want, <laughs> I want to give everybody a quick uh, temperature update. I am in my walk-in closet. That's why this audio sounds so good, just like I was last week. Uh, temperature update. I'm gonna uh, go ahead and you're going to love a sope drip. It's, the audio is so smooth. It goes down your ear canal. Oops, sorry. Okay, sorry. <laughs> that one, I don't even know who pressed play on that one. It just happened. I know who pressed play. It was you. <laughs> temperature update right now. I'm going to say 79 degrees. I'm going to keep you guys abreast of what the temperature is in this closet throughout the entire pay-per-view. So uh, make sure you stay tuned for that. I'm ready, Bo. Okay. Three, two. One play. Ooh, I'm seeing that hot as fuck WWF logo. What year is this? 1996? 96. I'm going to take off one of these headsets so I can hear the audio. We got mankind gripping that urn because if you'll know fans uh that paul bear has betrayed the undertaker in this current timeline of wrestling oh my god i love the difference in these two characters cut to uh undertaker standing by some smoke cut to undertaker uh shoveling dirt into a grave Cut yeah. to Mankind's skull bouncing off the concrete. Cut to The Undertaker uh, flipping his hair up with his eyes rolled back in his head. <laughs> Cut to Mankind falling to his death 400 feet off a cliff. Oh, spooky. brought to you by Sony's PlayStation. Spooky, spooky. Sony PlayStation. Buried have alive. You have you seen our 1996 computer graphics? Are you scared? Spooky, spooky. Vince McMahon on the mic. Yep. Uh, we're not at a point, though, where people know he owns the company publicly, really. Unless you're in the know. Yeah, like fans don't know who VKM Vince McMahon is currently as a character. I certainly didn't. Man, look at Jim. There is no cowboy hat on Jim. This is the first time I think I've seen Mr. Jim Ross without a cowboy hat at the start of a commentary session. You fucking noob. You noob. Listen, I don't... You this must fucking be before... noob. He didn't start wearing the hat till like 97. Okay, Fuck so off. do you think this is, this is... Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, I don't know, Bo. Maybe you should watch some wrestling every once in a while. Well, 
you know, there's lots of time, lots of hours in the day, and I got a lot of Animal Crossing. You got some Animal play. Crossing to play, yeah, I know. I got uh, cherries in my Oh, town. look at this here now. Is this Mr. Hunter? Hunter Hurst Helmsley. Who's that with him again? I don't Give me a last name. I don't know. Last initial. You don't know? I don't know who that is. I don't remember this lady. I wish you'd watch wrestling more. <laughs> got you. I fucking got you. All right, Simply Wardlow. Fuck off. Me. Is it have we had a a lower third yet? No. We weird. haven't. That's weird. Who is this lady? It is Tell weird. Us. Also, I, I don't remember this. Maybe this is right after his debut. So, like, maybe this is this is really, really early Hunter Hearst Helmsley right here. Because they like where they, you know, how the Undertaker was was uh, managed by Brother Love. Before, oh, actually, you don't because you don't watch wrestling. Yeah, Brother Love. It's yeah, it's uh, Mick Foley. By bro- fuck you. That was a joke, everyone. I know who God, Brother Love is. God damn it. <laughs> um, I really wish they'd tell us his name. This is fine. This is very boring, though. The entire Hunter Hearst Helmsley Greenwich Blue Blood gimmick is very Bad boring. Gimmick. Cut to Steven. Oh, here we go. Kevin Kelly here with Steven. God, he's so good. Can you hear my neighbor's music? No. Good. Also, I think we should call Triple H from now on Hunter Hurst. Hunter Hurst. Excuse me, Hunter Hurst. Um, Hunter Hurst, um, excuse me, HH? I'd like to talk to you about your dog uh, making a mess in my lawn (laughs) pretty much every day. Excuse me, Double H. I know you're out of town a lot with your wrestling thing, but we really have to talk about your dog. Who is shitting everywhere in my yard. Do you think they call him Double H? (laughs) (laughs) He's Triple H to the fans, but he's Double Double H to the boys. This is a very interesting match right here, though. Fuck. Uh, well, I mean, it kind of makes sense if, if Hunter's newer. They, I'm, I'm assuming Steve Austin wins, so they're going to feed the newer talent to him just to kind of get Steve over. But I don't know. I like this because I don't know any of these matches. It's like watching the pay-per-view for the first time. What are you typing right now? That was super profound, Bo. Stop typing. I thought you were advertising to me. You're like, because you held up your drink right there. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Is there a name yet? So actually, one of the main reasons why I, uh, well, you know what? Maybe I'll shut up. Maybe I'll shut up and see if it happens. Okay. No, it was a dark match. Uh, the first match on this card is not Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Hunter Hearst Helmsley. The first okay. match on this hard card is actually is the dark match. Uh, it was Justin Hawk Bradshaw with Uncle Zebekiah, a.k.a. Dutch Mantel, facing Whoa. off against The Stalker, who, <laughs> who was played by Barry Windham. And I was really... Yeah. 
kind of interested to see uh, what that match was like, what Barry Windham was like as the stalker, because I have no recollection of that. And I'm going to give you a guess as to how long that match goes. The stalker versus Justin Hawk Bradshaw. Give me your best guess. Minute 20. Incorrect. Up or down? What do you think? It's down. Up. Is it up? Oh, uh, five minutes, 60 seconds. Up. That would be six minutes, wouldn't it? Yes. 12 minutes. Up. Oh, my God. Is this a 24-minute banger? Down. 22. (laughs) Down. 20. 20. Why is it 20 minutes long? Bradshaw and Wyndham. (laughs) Bradshaw can go for like five minutes. In stupid gimmicks. Go 20 minutes to start the show. Oh, look at these fans who are talking shit to Double yeah, H. Yeah, but the, the dude, uh, the dude in the red, he he mugged the camera while he was doing it, so it was all. It's not real. <laughs> Thanks, Bo. Man, some real insider shit right there. Uh, hey, Mike, listeners, Mike, Mike included. I don't know if you know this, but this shit's fake. Is this some heel Jim Ross right here where he can't <laughs> he can't hear shit in his headphones and he's like, I'm a professional announcer. I'm trying to work. Or he's trying these days in AEW, he's really trying to like, he do, he just doesn't understand the people with weird gimmicks. Like, that, that, uh, Stratlander, I just don't understand the booping. I just don't get it. She, she's a collegiate athlete. Come on, JR, just get with the kayfabe. <laughs> No one wants to know where Sonny Kiss went to school. Oh, man. those <laughs> Sonny Kiss, ladies and gentlemen, former Big 8 All-American at Oklahoma State. Three-sport athlete. Uh, prom. prom bo- voted both prom king and queen in the same year. Real big year for Sonny Kiss. I like his uh, The Concrete Rose. Very good name. It is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sonny yeah. Kiss is a lot of fun. Yeah. Cool. Cool gimmick. So this match here, we're watching. Uh, <laughs> it's good. See, it hasn't really started though, so it'll get going. Yeah, that's fine. This is weird. This is a weird moment. Uh, because yeah, yeah. So Jr. is turning heel, and I believe that fake Razor and fake Diesel are either <laughs> not have already happened, or they're not long. They will, they will come pretty soon because Nash and Hall, I think, have left the company here. Yeah, because the NWO stuff in earnest starts late 97, yeah? No, in the middle of 96 is Bash at the Beach, 96. Oh, really? Yeah, summer of 96. So that's about to, that's about to happen because this is okay, May so of 96. 97 would be kind of the fever pitch of the Monday Night Wars. I would, would, is that accurate? Uh, that, that was the no, point in which off. W that was the point in which WCW was winning. Yeah. Yeah. That was probably when it was most competitive. Get off the hair, Steve. So, uh, Oh, nice. I have a fun thing we can do. Okay, After tell me about it. After these matches, we can look up what Meltzer gave it. 
Oh, that's or, fun. Uh, or I can look it up and have you guess. Yeah, good idea. I like that. that. Let me just pull that screen up real quick so I have it. So this is also an interesting look at Steve right here. Uh, Like pre- Getting dropped on his head with that with that pile mm-hmm. driver in the Owen Hart match at SummerSlam '97, okay. uh, but post Ringmaster, um, I think this is post King of the Ring, but just just post King of the Ring '96. Wait, what year is it again? '96. '96. What month? Sorry, I think it's May. Is this Beware the Dog? No. No, this is buried alive. Where the fuck is buried alive? Oh, it's all the way down there. It's in October. That's why. Oh, October. Yup. Okay, so the NWO has already happened. It has be it is a thing. Uh WCW is on the rise. The WWF is I don't know if they're panicking, but they're definitely noticing that there is some serious competition and that they are in uh, they are in a fight. Are you telling me that the dark match was 20 minutes long? Not another match on this card goes as long as the dark match. Correct. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. And uh, Why did they do that? Because at this point in time, all the guys involved in the dark match are getting up there in age, aren't they? Dutch Mantel... Yeah, Dutch Mantel, I mean, to my knowledge, is retired at this point. He is only managing. Um, Bradshaw is, you know, he's still... Oh, he was good, yeah, I forgot He's, about he's okay. Barry Windham is kind of, you know, he's getting there. He's getting long in the tooth. Uh, he's not, it, I don't think he's going to be wrestling for too much longer. Uh, but yeah, no, that, that, I mean, maybe that was common practice to have dark matches go long and just like warm up the crowd. But I would, I was really looking forward to watching that 20 minutes. I bet you can find it on YouTube. And, uh, I'm actually very looking forward to not having to watch that 20 minutes. Oh, I was so excited for it. This is really right now, aren't you? This is, this is painful now that we can't watch, uh, Bradshaw versus the Stalker. Dude, what I wouldn't give to be the front row at some of these pay-per-views. Well, not this one. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe some of them. Just like to be in the front row when Steve Austin or... The Rock in their like prime, their music when their music hits, Woo! which is cool because you could still feasibly do that if you got the right show, hear right. that theme music and be pumped by it. But yeah. they still get the they get like the same fucking pop they did twenty years ago, which is ridiculous. It's so cool, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to sync up, we got a real shit match here between one legend and one guy that. Thinks he's as good as the other legend, but he's not quite as good. <laughs> oh, man. 
Um, yeah, I don't judge know. Who I'm uh, talking about. Considering that, like, Hunter Hearst is sort of the gatekeeper <laughs> to, like, any type of success that anyone could possibly have in WWE. I feel yeah. like, like, the worst guy to try to, like, bury in the world or, like, talk shit about is Paul Levesque. <laughs> Guess what, though? He was recently demoted. What? He's not, ta- he's not talent relations anymore. What he's is? doing NXT. Some he's, other guy got his job. Yes, yeah, so he got quietly demoted. Was they, he still running very, NXT? Yeah, yeah, he's still doing NXT and those talents that come through there. But like, he's not in charge of uh, Raw and SmackDown talent moving around. So like, if he sees one of his NXT stars that has moved on, he can't really help them out anymore because he's not in that process or help them get pushed or whatnot, which right. sucks. Uh, but NXT should be fine. Still. It was like two weeks ago, I think I read the article about he was quietly demoted. It was before some financial call they had or some shit. Huh? But who cares? Cause right now we're got huge pops for some rest holds. <laughs> got a couple of, got a, oh man, three different sleeper holds here. Does that count as a stunner? It does not. Even though it, uh, nice, nice flare flop there. Uh, even though it basically, I would think, would be actually more devastating than a stunner <laughs> because it's the top of your head instead of your shoulder. Oh, you're right. This is why I'm here. The I'm top a, of the uh, head's the hardest part of the ring. I'm a real, uh, <laughs> I'm a real podcasting pro. <laughs> I thought that was going to be a backdrop. What do we think of Hunter Hearst uh, pants? I mean, they suck. Hunter Hearst Hemmings. They're f- they're fine, but they, the gimmick sucks. I think that, that the gear sucks. What about uh, Heather Hearst Helmsley on the outside? Heather Hearst Helmsley, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think, for me, 10 out of 10 for Heather Hearst. What do you think of that V-trigger we just saw? <laughs> that was not a V-trigger. That was the old uh, Harley Race rising knee drop. Oh, and the Ted DiBiase fist. Actually, that was a Jerry Lawler fist. The Ted DiBiase fist is when you're on the ground and you do that. Not off the rope. Nah, Lawler did that middle drop, fist drop. Middle drop, fist drop. I may have had a beer. Podcasting pros, middle drop. Ooh, I have beer. I'm going to get one. Oh, oh, Mr. Perfect. Look at this fucking suit and this fucking ponytail. This is some serious shit right now. Kurt is here. He's got a big double-breasted blue suit. That suit is so big. I just, guys, I left my headphones off. I came back to Mike shouting about how cool Curtis is. Look at Curtis suit. It's like awesome. he's it's like he's David Byrne and stop making sense. Oh! Oh, look at this now. Oh, it looks like they might be about to go on the perfect date, if you catch my <laughs> meaning. He's going to uh, Look at Lex... how fucking blonde everyone is. Yeah, right? The ponytail on Mr. Perfect, the butt crack on Steve Austin. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm sorry. You take on him then. 
That's <laughs> what that that felt oh, like to me. Oh yeah, oh, you can't shit. turn your back on the rattlesnake. Oh, it was like oh! an uppercut, uppercut like uh, a liquid in the knot because it went up his nose. That's a, you don't oh. ruin a perfect suit, Steve. Look how long that tie is, <laughs> Mister Perfect. <laughs> it's a it long. It's a very long tie. It's a huge suit and shirt. Look at that tie. <laughs> I feel like Donald Trump watched this pay-per-view. So you gotta get that tie. Oh man, look at Steve. Steve really did not pay attention and do the the sort of the Macho Man Randy Savage uh, tanning bed protocol. I'll tell you what, Mr. Perfect is just, he's at a loss about this liquid on his shirt, you know? He's just... <laughs> I mean, it's the way like, his face acting, the way he's selling the liquid on the shirt, it's so, it's the perfect he's so suit. offended. It's the perfect suit. What do you want from him? Oh, look at this. No, not on the concrete, surely. Oh, God. Ow. A thing of carpet there, ladies and gentlemen. Little did JR know, 20 plus years later, he'd say the same thing <laughs> in an AEW match. Come on. He Cody knew. Rose. He did. He knew he'd be saying that same shit in 20 years, just like he was saying that same shit in 1985. Is that when he had a cowboy hat? No, he didn't wear the cowboy hat in WCW NWA. He he didn't start wearing the cowboy hat until Vince made him in the WWF is as like to be a uh that cowboy or that, you know, that oaky kind of character. Do you think he did that to get the WCW watchers that are that person eyes on his product? During that time? I don't know. I, I he think hates I, the cowboy shit. I think I heard JR talk about it, or it was in his book, or something. I don't know, but it, it made him like, um, it made him a distinct character. And that was, turned out to be a really fucking great call by Vince. Yeah. And JR was super resistant to it because he thought it was a rib. He was like, wear, like a, wear a fucking yeah. 10-gallon cowboy hat, you know? And JR was like, oh yeah, because I'm just some dumb hick, right? Because I can't talk and whatever, but that it was actually a great idea. Oh, stunner! We got the go home. Great stunner. No kick. That was a good sell. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of kicks these days. When you see a, a see a finisher, that's pretty much it in these matches. If I recall, that guy. Was oh, cool. <laughs> legendary man. Did you Holy see that hair? Fuck yeah! I saw everything, and we're so after we're done with this, we're going back and we're going to screen cap him because he's fan of the week. Every hair on his body and his face, Steve, uh, buried alive. We even got the middle finger. I also speaking of middle fingers, oh. I love the liberal use of the middle finger on AEW television. Yeah, TNT and the, said, and the, and we the don't goddamns care. and shits. Yeah. TNT's like, you're like our highest rated thing, so keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, dude. That's I mean, it's so cool that AEW is doing well. Like Yeah. I can't I express hate, I hate. Oh, Sorry. here we go. Look at the, Oh, oh, some assault. There's some assault right there. Is that Bill is that Billy Gunn? That was Billy Gunn. Smoking guns here? Uh smoking guns. Except Bars JBL. And uh, the assault has wooed her over to their side. 
I can see that. I love this VO. Don't you? Yeah, it's real good. Speaking of which, that Billy, again, that Billy Gun AEW Unrestricted podcast interview is choice. I think you'll like it. I still got to listen to that. That's not the legal man. That's not the legal man. Shit. Oh, Sony just broke the mic. They're so big. Like, they're big dudes. Yeah. Fucking Michael Hayes as Doc Hendricks is is just fucking too much with that no, fucking bow tie. That's bow tie's fine compared to what he looks like in like four years with the Hardy Boys. <laughs> so don't even talk. Or is it Edge and Christian? No, it's the Hardy Boys. No, it's the fucking Hardy Boys with those t-shirts tucked into the pants. Yeah, with his leather pants tucked in. Yeah, red velvet <laughs> shirt, I think is what his outfit was. Yeah. Well, you know, but I can see, I can see why. Again, Todd watched this and was like, "Yeah, this is cool," because it has a, it has a certain energy about it. It's dirty, you know. It's filthy. Like, yeah. look how filthy it looks. You know, yeah. I don't know what this is. Such a weird moment because I feel like you watch the WWF in '96, like this type of shit. You've got. I mean, basically, if you're not watching Brett and you're not watching Sean and you're not watching Owen or Kid, although Kid might have been gone and and uh, hot, uh, to be six in WCW lights, at this point, like it's pretty fucking rough, you know? Yeah, I'm just thinking back, like what? So in the '90s for me, I lived in Texas. Okay, I'm just thinking back. To like how sweaty and gross it always was in Texas. Uh huh. And so, because of like the film grain from this 96 video quality and just the people's outfits, I think about that sweat. Mm. The pre, the pre uh, lube that the wrestlers do, I just think about sweat, ah. Texas sweat, Texas heat. Like there's locusts making noises <laughs> somewhere in that auditorium. <laughs> uh, it's just dirty. I think maybe the film grain. Quality has a well. This is an. This is, uh, I believe, in Indianapolis. I love what he carried. He carried the fucking slammies around, or whatever they're called. What's it called? A slammy? Yeah, the slammies, dude. He made. He got the he fucking slammies over. That's how good Owen Hart was. He got the slammies over. Yeah, didn't he? He won two, and like. <laughs> would talk about his two slammies and he'd take him to the ring every single time yeah he'd take him to the ring because the because the bulldog had like the tag belts and the european belt at the same time and uh there was like the, oh our seeds of discontent being sowed between because owen is jealous and he would always say to the camera like he's got two belts i've got two slammies <laughs> so good it was so good look at no it's not good Billy's hair? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Also, hey, yo, this is before uh, jeggings are a thing. So we've got two guys actually wrestling in blue jeans. Can you believe it? In the st- 
stiffest denim you can imagine. <laughs> oh my god, One that must size be hard. Bigger, that must be just hard. So maybe these are Chuck Norris meat. action jeans though, with the elastic in the crotch. Maybe, and maybe like the taper at the the knee downs a little bit bigger to make room for the leg, the knee pads. Yeah, maybe because you can barely see the knee pads. Yeah, unless he's doing no knee pad, which seems insane to me at this time. Unless you're, uh, uh, uh Von Eric. Yeah, What's I mean, name? some guys wrestle with no knee pads. I I think that Billy do- wrestles with them. I think Bart does too. Uh, but like Jerry Lawler never wore knee pads. That's true. Those do look like proper wrestling boots, though. Based on how the sole looks. Yes. Yeah, those are wrestling boots that are made to look like cowboy boots, for sure. What if they were doing it in cowboy boots? I think I would, if I were a wrestler, I think my boot would look like a cowboy boot. You think? Yeah, I think Baxter Sycamore would have the smoking guns gimmick, basically. (laughs) Just... (laughs) Not all the rodeo shit. Just, yeah. I feel like you're like a cowboy scientist, though. Like a cowboy <laughs> entomologist. Why? Because the tree part? I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, great sell. Great That's sell. That's a good tag, Bulldog. Sort of walking in the ring. Holy the fuck. Nice drop. Toe hold. Look at Clarence Mason on the outside. <laughs> you just see this little dude running up and across the bottom of your screen. That's Clarence Mason, everybody. Where'd he go? I don't know. I mean, maybe he was like a referee or I don't know what else he did. But I remember Clarence Mason, the character from when I was a kid. I don't remember anything else about the dude. Every time I see like you watch these older stuff, I want to know where people I don't see anymore. Like, where'd this ref go? Where's he at? What's he doing? Yeah. What's his story? I know where J- referee Jack Doan went. He stayed with the company. You don't say. Yeah. I don't think he's still, he's not still with the company, but you, uh, at least I think that's like, Jack Doan. Did uh, you hear my joke? Did yeah. You, you just, you glossed over my joke. I, I wow. Said you don't, I said you don't say. I feel bad when I see Sunny because she is falling on some hard times and that makes oh, me sad. Oh, I was trying to get my bit over. But sorry, sorry. That, what that was makes, you... It makes sense. The bit's passed. You know, Sunny's a beautiful woman. Uh, the bit is passed. She's very distracting. Yeah, <laughs> but no, also just like, yeah, she's, it seemed, from what I can gather from some, you know, what I've seen online and stuff, she's. Yeah, she does porn. Had she does some, porn, she's had fine. some hard. I'm fine with sex workers, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, her, her, her uh, seemed uh, desperate and scary and not what she wanted to do, so. Tell you what. Though, oh, nice Bart. power slam. Damn. I'm transfixed at how big the smoking guns are. Yeah, dude. And they're wrestlers. This is what wrestlers <laughs> used to look like. Yeah, because they're wrestlers. They used to be 240 <laughs> pounds. I don't know what, like. You're right, though. He makes Bulldog look small. Yeah. Which is crazy. Because he has chucked the ghouls on steroids right now. Not actually quite yet. Probably still. Bulldog? Yeah. I think he's off him at this point because of the steroid scandal in 94. I think everybody I guess, yeah, had to be off of him. He's not as gassed up. You're right. Nice jackknife cover. You know who I like seeing before they got the Razor Ramon gimmick? Tell Scott me. Scott Hall. 
Well, it would have to be Scott Hall because he had the Razor Ramon gimmick. But old Scott Hall with the big mustache. Yeah, big Scott Hall in the AWA. Yeah. I mean, that cool. dude was yoked. Yeah. You know, he killed a guy. Allegedly. No, he did it, but it was self, it was like self-defense. Oh, it was his home, wasn't it, or something? It was like outside of a club. I think he was bouncing or something, but I yeah, it was, you know, it was like a gun, you know, somebody pulled a gun and it went off and I don't know. It was... <laughs> then he went off. It's crazy. And then he went on to have this uh, tremendous wrestling career, but it almost never happened. So it, it's amazing that even back in 1996, <laughs> JR, no, King, we were still getting the backstage watching the match by standing up awkwardly in a different, at a weird angle <laughs> with the TVs. They did it on AEW once yeah. a few weeks ago, and I was like, God damn it, guys, don't start this. Don't start watching the matches. Yeah, let's not do that. I hate it so much. I don't know why. I think it's just the staged feeling of it. Yeah. The angle's weird so we can get see the screen and the person. All right, let's wrap it up, fellas. Ooh, Billy. Oh, you didn't ask me what I thought the star rating was for oh, oh, Hunter oh, Hearst yeah. versus well, this Steve. Well, this stinker is this is like a half stinker because everyone involves good, but I'm not engaged. What do you think, Steve Austin... Versus Double H got by I, Meltzer. I think it got. Uh, I think it got two and three quarters. It is three and one quarter. Okay. He liked it more. Okay. Than you thought. Yeah, I mean, I was in the ball. I was in the ballpark though. I was within half a star. Yeah. I think that's pretty good. I think the margin of error is. I think it, it's in your favor on that one. Oh, a little double Russian leg sweep action. I like that. I also like, you see other tag teams do this, but uh, I believe the the uh, Santana Ortiz do it as well, but like the the matching gearing gear, right? But like he's got he's got the uh, on the right boot. Yeah. And then That's the cool. Boot. Yeah. I think I think Proud and Powerful has something like that too, where one's on one, the other one's on the other. I think it's a knee pad or something, or it's someone in AEW, at least. <laughs> she is so horny for this match right now. <laughs> How horny are you for the match, though, Bo? I mean, a bunch of beefcakes slamming right now. <laughs> Bo loves and it I, when some beefcakes get in there and slam it. Boy, that I mean, was the, the shittiest swinging neckbreaker there ever was. The Bo quarantine zone means no underwear, but that has nothing to do with the horniness level. It's more of a comfort level. I'll tell you what, though. I yeah. hear you on that. Speaking of comfort level, this is a hell of a job. A hell of a job, I'll say it again, by the smoking guns of keeping their jeans up. There's been zero butt crack action in this entire match. Right? Zero. So got the tight belt, you know? I guess What's that's what happens when you're in good shape. Your jeans stay up. Yeah, because you get the right size. You, <laughs> you get know? the right size. You're not like, I can fit into these. Or you're like, oh, I got a too big size because I thought I was bigger than I was. And then you're either sagging. Either way, you're sagging. Listen to me. Even Listen. with even with jeans that, that you think 
fit well, when you like bend over and stuff, there's definitely some danger of some butt crack happening in jeans. Not with me, and I want to tell you why. Really? I got a big, got a big old butt. So do I. We, I think we both have pretty good shelves on our butts. They stick out a bit from our backs. I don't have that problem. Really? I think maybe if it's like I'm going on the same pair of jeans after not having washed them for Look four at weeks, what the fuck is this? It's going to be an elbow drop. Or th- is Bulldog? No, What's Bulldog. Bu- that was silly. So, Bill, it, I took feel like- Billy, it took Billy 10 years to get up on the top rope. Yeah, I felt like it looked like Bulldog helped him with the move. Okay, so with the finish of that match, what do you think, David Meltzer, our lord and savior? Yeah. <laughs> he rated this match. That's a, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give that a, uh, I'm going to give that two stars even. Woo, 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 two stars. <laughs> you Yo! get it right. Oh, that's going to be a hot noise when I edit this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, he that's... gave it a two-star because it sucked. It didn't suck. No, it sucked. Wait. What just happened? Was what supposed, happened was, was Billy took to look 10 like years to get up to the top rope, and so Bulldog had to sit there with his hand down Bart's jeans waiting for Billy to get up so they could do the spot, and it was very But when silly. Billy did the spot, did you see how far he was from his head? Yeah. He didn't even touch him. No, that's what I'm, because Bulldog pulled pulled them out of the way so that Owen didn't take that leg drop. Bulldog, good on you. That's a ring general move, protecting your bud, protecting your... Oh, your... some Rougeau action, some Jacques Rougeau. That's a hell of a look. Uh, he's here to translate for our Quebecois viewers. Mm. Maybe Lebec- we should. Hey, what do you think would happen if we called the superstar line right now? It would. Usually, they put a disclaimer saying the number doesn't work. So, there's no disclaimer. Oh, <laughs> <That's right there. laughs> damn it! Damn it! Uh, I like man, that I love stuff like that. I love the idea of. Like calling an old hotline and it still works, or like there's one person left operating the line, you know? I like the idea of whoever's job it was to go through all of these broadcasts and place the font yeah. <laughs> on all of them. <laughs> And what meetings took place to choose that font? Oh, man. I, it, whatever it was, it wasn't long enough. Actually, I think the font oh. is just the raw logo. The letters, the same font. Wait, here's Heel JR. Here's Heel JR. It's hard for him to be Heel because his voice is so high. That's why Brock Lesnar doesn't talk. You know? High voice. Not good for a Heel. Do you think this kind of shit's fun for like JR? Because you know there's probably some animosity somewhere there between oh, the Oh, there's two. some real stuff going on there, I think. Yeah. 
When does he get Bell's palsy? Has this happened yet? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because his eyes down. So it yeah, looks, he sounds great. Honestly, if it's already happened. Oh, look my at that mom. dude over Vince's right shoulder. Oh, he's cool. He's scuzzy. Oh, my See, he, God. He looked filthy, yes? Oh, 90s. my God. Yes, it was, it was so filthy. He's gone. What there if he, he never is, existed? Not... Uh, oh. <laughs> Damn, that's hot. Spicy. Oh, JR. I like that. I like that. There he is, right there, king, a king among men. There we go. Here's a little bit of, uh, we haven't seen this very much, but this is starting to creep in where Vince is being uh, alluded to as the head of the company. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're starting to, you know, pull that curtain back. When's the screw job again, Montreal? No, uh, uh, November Soon. of 97. So we're about a That's year out. That's when it starts in earnest because Brett actually <laughs> interacts with him. Yeah, I got yeah. Ah oh, man, I'm, I'm really sad we missed this earlier tonight. Okay, so this is former WCW heavyweight champion of the world Ron Simmons in a uh, what appears to be a Tron gladiator like, outfit. Yeah, gladiator thing. Uh, debuting as Farouk Assad, I think. What's this guy's name again? Ahmed Fuck. Johnson. Yeah, he's a hoss. I loved Ahmed Johnson when I was a kid, dude. I showed I you the photo of him now, uh, cause he's he's blo he's a giant fat guy, but he loves it. He like goes he still goes to the conventions and like uh, he has like a, a, a cardboard cutout Sandy of him just jacked, and he takes photos with fans of him all huge with the jacked poster, and just fans just love it. Wait, I is love. it is it like a thing where you go to the fair and you stand and you're like it's like a cutout of the head where you stick your head through and you're that no. you're like a bodybuilder <laughs> on the beach. Now you're Ahmed Johnson. Uh, God, look how big he is. I dude. know. Would you want to run into Ahmed Johnson under any circumstances? No. <laughs> Me either. What would I do with Ahmed Johnson? He makes Ron Simmons look like a child. Yeah, he makes Ron <laughs> Simmons look small, which is and something. He's a big dude. Oh, the perfect one. Still fucking distraught over his goddamn suit. Jim Ross is like, <laughs> you got the beer. They let him have the beer over there. That's why your suit got wet because the beer. Yeah, I wouldn't have it. And then he walked away. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, because we need a third guy at the desk. I need a, we couldn't do I need it with just two. Quick. I need an opinion. Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hennig's gait, the way his mannerisms are right now, his hair, of course. Yeah. Adam Cole, not Adam Cole, Hangman Adam Page. Oh, but kind of like Adam him. Cole, too, honestly. Yeah. But just the way he's walking, like the way he came in, the little strut, kind of the disapproving yeah. strut, exactly like Page right now. You're right. And they have the same body. Same like body types, about same size, yeah. Don't worry about my headset. I don't care if it works or not. Thanks, Kurt. <laughs> I like that JR's tie is still there. Was, can we was just, that no, was that Kurt's tie? He took that's off, Kurt's right? tie. I think he's kind of carrying it with him. Also, can we just real quick talk about King's hair? Just real fast. Uh, how yeah, this is cool. the, I, I think, it? probably the golden age of Jerry the King Lawler's hair. Next time it cuts to King, go ahead and look at his bangs. Something else. Yeah, they're just like glued to his head with all kinds of moose. 
It's something hair else. Spray. Well, it's because he's got the crown. He's got crown hair. He's wearing that crown all the beginning. He takes it off. But I'm sure that crown really restricts the shape of the hair. So this is now uh, the era of gold dust in which uh, I wonder. I, I mean, I imagine he's still making the wrestlers that his adversaries uncomfortable by, like, assaulting them. Yeah, I could see that. Because he definitely, remember <laughs> when he did that to Razor and, like, a bunch of other guys where, like, I mean, it was really a bummer. It's a bummer now in hindsight. We look back and go, like, oh, this is a really homophobic angle for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, he, like, gave Razor, like, a bouquet of roses. And it, Razor was like, ah, what a, ah, I'm oozing like... with machismo. I can't take these roses. <laughs> I'm too much of a man. I'm Don't give me the red man. flowers. I like the gold flakes, the gold dust that, oh, God, Mark Merrill. I love the gold dust that's actually coming from the ceiling. It was getting in his hair and shit. That's cool. What do we think of Mark Merrow? To, <laughs> to be honest with you, uh, I didn't really watch Merrow in the WWF very much. Uh, I, my exposure to him was very minimal, and it was like as Johnny B. Bad in WCW. <laughs> yeah. in, in, you know, I was like 93... 94 something like that watching WCW Saturday night on what was Saturday afternoon for me on the Superstation. Did you uh, and uh John good old Johnny B bad coming to the ring with that uh was like that that uh confetti cannon. Oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot he'd shoot confetti at the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> oh and they each have their own buxom blonde. Do you think we're going to see a couple uh, ladies fight on the outside? I bet we will. Nah. I bet this, no, you think they're going to be in their corners, respectful of the rules of wrestling? I think so. I think the only the, the it, probably ECW is the only place you'd see that right now. That's neat, sort of. Hey, I'll tell you what. For being a, a former Golden Gloves Champion or whatever, Mark Merrow really sucked at the brawl and <laughs> brawl for all. He really sucked at brawl for all, man. Couple you know, years, for, couple years from now, he's gonna suck in brawl for all. Do you do you I have any like, idea what I'm talking about? No. Okay. Here's the thing: is I just don't care. No, it's fine. I'll to, show you brawl for all sometime. I don't need to see it. He's trying to be wild man macho man he's trying to be steve or randy savage so fucking hard it's ridiculous does does uh terry have that cigar lit probably i'll tell you I what mean, our ba- truth was smoking cigarettes in like early 2000s yeah with cena that was a, a a hell of an angle they had where he was the heel against cena it was so good yeah the best thing about this pay-per-view so far has been the that the white Intercontinental Championship belt. Boy, is that clean. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I tell you what. Dustin looks better today than he did back then. Yeah, right? I think though he's put on a lot more weight and muscle here just because that's what Vince likes, I bet. 
Yeah, still, I mean, he's still got muscle, but he's just so much leaner. I, yeah, no, I think it's also this sort of a thing where, like, okay, I'm wearing a onesie. Like, yeah, I'm not wearing tights. I can kind of be whatever size I want to be right now. Maybe. I don't know for sure, but, you know, he definitely is thicker than he was when he was the natural in WCW. But, yeah, I do think this size, though, is imposing. It's good for the character. Yeah, because you got to, I mean, in real life, you know, Dustin is probably like, I don't know, 6'4", something like that. He's he's not a small guy. Um, And here he's probably running at least 250, I would think. Can we talk about Mark Merrow, the bet? The only good thing about him is that mullet. <laughs> well, what about the mustache? The whole head, his whole head. The whole, the, no, well, up close, he was, his mustache is a bit too like tailored the head is shaved. wonderful the head is good he's got a real like uh a uh, little richard thing going on for me i'll for tell sure. you what the whole thing about mark marrow outside of being mark marrow is cool like his look what he's doing with it lame <laughs> but his body his shape his muscles his mullet his tights are cool yeah but he's it's still oh, mark japanese marrow. arm drag beautiful beautiful man look at dustin he's 250 pounds and he's flopping around the ring like he's a cruiserweight it's making mark look great what an underrated fucking talent dustin rhodes is you know like definitely silly yeah. ring gear right now in the twilight of his career but what I, I mean for me one of the most underrated wrestlers and workers of all time <laughs> He's real proud of that one, huh? You see, hey, oh, hey, Mama, man. you see this arm drag is real good, Mama. Just arm, arm drag of death over and over and over again. Goldust cannot stop getting arm dragged. Just a real quick uh, temperature update for you all here in the shithouse <laughs> closet. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say it's about 84 degrees. Jesus. In the shithouse closet right now. But the good news is, is that I've started sweating, so I'm feeling a little cooler than I was a few minutes ago. A little temperature uh, temperature check here in the shit couch uh, where I'm at. Uh, sun's going down, uh, as Mike can tell with the video lighting. Uh, temperature is comfortable, cool. I have to use the restroom, but that has nothing to do with the temperature. Uh, it's great over here. Well, why don't you go ahead, Bo, and I'll wax poetic. I'll keep the viewers occupied. Oh, yeah. Uh, give them play-by-play -play to this stellar match. Referee hey, Mike Bo, Kyoto, let's do this pay-per-view. This card's really good. I bet it is, Mike. Let's do this card on this pay-per-view. I bet this card is really good. No, I like the pay-per-view, Mike. I don't want to get you down. I, I'm glad you chose it. Can I just I tell? Because, listen, I didn't say let's watch this pay-per-view because I thought it was going to be the greatest pay-per-view of all time. Mm -hmm. I, I, it, like, it is a silly card. That's why yeah. I just said we should watch okay. it. And frankly, I thought we were going to get Bradshaw versus the Stalker. <laughs> you hung this entire show on that match. <laughs> that just that blew my mind that that thing went 20 minutes. I'm My mind's blown that this match is going. Here we go. Oh, Woo! God. Oh, God, his left knee. So Shit. that was not, he didn't take it very, like that hurt, but it looked cool because it looked like it hurt, <laughs> but I'm going to pee. Yeah, his knee got trapped underneath him. That was not good. Scary, man. Uh, referee Mike Kyoto now admonishing both men, ordering them to get back into the ring. Mark Merrow complies. Here we go. A little Eddie Guerrero. No, slingshot leg drop. Not a senton. 
Hey, Mike, his left shoulder was up. Come on, buddy. Mike Kyoto here with a little bit less of a mullet than he had uh, a couple years prior. Yeah, look at Mark Mero's left knee. Ow! Oh, my God. Gets trapped underneath him. That is not fun. Oh, here we go. Oh, you know what's cool is when someone does a spot like that where it doesn't take 10 minutes. You know, when we got guys climbing up to the top rope and we got, oh, we got to organize our bodies and okay, yeah, we're both going to, we're both going to superplex a guy off the top and then somebody else is going to power bomb us and it's going to be really cool. I love it when a wrestler just walks up to somebody on the top rope because they're taking a fucking long time and throws them off because that's what you would do. I blew my nose, got some bats out of the cage. Cave. What? What does I that mean? I blew my nose, got some bats out of the cave. Uh, those are boogers. Do we know who uh, this person is? What? The, Mark Mark Marrow's valet. Is this this is pre Sable? Yes. He unless was married to her is, in real life. Unless this is Sable in some some like uh some deceptive makeup. No, it's Sable because I believe they were married, and it's funny that her and Brock are married now because she used to be married to Mark Marrow. It is Sable. Wow. <laughs> I th it's just like the hair and the makeup that it, I didn't recognize her. It, she does not look like what we come to see Sable to look like. Yeah. So I got all the bats out of the cave. Doesn't make any sense. Don't know what that means. Uh, allergy bats are gone. <laughs> allergy bats. Allergy bats. Allergy bats. bats. Allergy bats. Allergy bats. You know what? You know what's coming up next, though. Huh. Uh, since we we're having such a great time here watching In Your House Eleven, uh, Buried Alive, I'm thinking uh, our next watch along, we dial up to the, about the year 2000, and we <laughs> scope. We scope. Uh, I believe WCW's final pay per view, which I think was called WCW Greed. Yeah, and I believe Scott Steiner is the headliner for that one or something. It's like Scott Steiner and Booker T, I think. Oh, there's the Ted DiBiase fist drop. That's the one. Yeah, Booker was, he was with it for a while over at WCW to the end, huh? Yeah, Booker was, I believe, their final heavyweight champion. God damn Lights. it, I'm so pissed off that w we didn't get a Bret Hart-Booker T, like, year-long rivalry in WCW. After Brett went over there, that is so stupid. Those guys could have just torn the house down. I believe I could be wrong, so Brett, if I'm wrong, but I believe Brett attributes British Bulldog dying sooner than he did because of how shitty the ring was in WCW at that time, and how specifically during that. Uh, I don't know when did he die. So I think he associated with, like, you remember when Ready to Rumble came out? Yeah. And they actually did that match in real life, that huge three-tiered cage thing? Yeah. Apparently, like, the lower cage or the floor, the actual mat, like, right where they landed in the ring there, was so stiff and hard. It was like wood or something like that. And, and Bulldog I think there was a trap door. Yeah, that's why. Because the trap door was wood. And, yeah, uh, and it was like this, it, it stuck out a little bit or something, and so he landed on it and it on his back, and it like yeah, and then that leads up. to painkillers, being addicted to them, yeah, to dying. So yeah, but I could I could get my facts all the way wrong. So if I get it wrong, then that's my theory, and not Bret Hart's theory. 
but I think he said it it's somewhere. Wow, is Goldust going to cut a promo in the middle of this match? Look at that mullet on the guy in the gray in the middle, the gray hair dude. Wow, Goldust. To the right of the red guy. Oh, yeah, he's special. There he is behind Jersey. Look at that mullet. Fuck. Yup. (laughs) Yup. I love that uh, his valet. What's Goldust's valet's name? Uh, It's uh, Marlena. She will be Terry, though. I knew that's what uh, she's very cool with the cigar just out there. She's not reacting to anything. It's yeah. Great. Holy shit. <laughs> Do you think Goldus is taking that belt? Uh, yeah. Cool. I do like Goldus. The white gold tights are fucking great. Oh, oh, near fall. Jersey was like, no, that was a three count. Our hero, Mark Marrow. (laughs) (laughs) Mark Marrow, our hero, get up. (laughs) Oh, no, Mark Marrow. (laughs) Oh, they like it. Boy, this is a real interesting time. Look at that Charlotte Hornets jacket. That's pretty nice. Man, that guy's mullet is something else. He's got a real Michael P.S. Hayes thing going on there. The guy sitting down. Yeah, yeah. He looks like uh, he looks like uh, he's like Dominic a cooler Monaghan. version of the guy standing right in front of him. <laughs> I did like that the two guys in front of him though were rubbing Goldust's back, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that Goldust did not react to it because it's in character. <laughs> it's you know? so good. Oh my god. <clears throat> oh, I forgot. Oh, here Kurt we go. There. Kurt wants that belt. Shirt is still wet. It's probably sweat this time, though. <laughs> what? What is this shot? Oh, here we go. Why is this happening? Oh, Triple A. Okay. Oh, he's mad at Kurt. Wait a minute. Where's Heather? Where's Heather Hurst, Holmesley? Where is Heather Hurst? Oh, yeah. That cigar's lit, baby. But see, here's what I like about this booking. Is that they obviously have beef, right? But they're also in the title picture. So it kind of makes sense that it's happening all right now in, in this title match. Yeah. Like all of them want that belt. That's their only goal is for that belt. And so organically they're interacting during other people's matches that are also wanting that belt. It's yeah. Cool. And honestly, it makes that title feel important. Right. It's not a, like a series of matches. It's just something more organic. Which I think is what, like, with that that live show with AEW, Dynamite with no crowd, that's what that felt like. Everything yeah. was just flowing into the next. Yeah. By the way, my favorite wrestler this week. Oh, that was nice. Wow! Colt Cabana is my favorite wrestler. Cool. Well, we were wrong. Man, we were wrong. Uh, that- but, wow, Marrow hit a 450. I'm trying to think of who else was hitting a 450 at that time. That was pretty impressive. I think that might be the best Mark Marrow match I've ever seen. That and was I pretty good. Give Goldust a lot of that credit. But uh, what do you think Meltzer thought of this match? Uh, I think Dave Meltzer went ahead and gave this match uh, 
three and three quarters stars. Two and three quarters. Oh, but really? Not in, the, not in the margin of error. I don't. Wait think. a minute, though. This was better. This was better than than Austin Hunter Hurst. This was better than, and this was better than the tag match, was it not? Yeah. <laughs> ah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, look at this motley crew, Jr. Oh my God, God yes. Isn't Diesel? Is that Kane? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Who is the guy on the left though? He, I think he's dead actually. Yeah. I want to see. He also played like the Ultimate Warrior knockoff in WCW, which is sad if he played both. What the Renegade? Yeah. <laughs> the fucking Renegade. <laughs> Fuck that. Well, yeah. Maybe WCW not. in the mid '90s was an interesting place. Yeah. okay group shot of all five of them i'm sorry right now i just want you to know we're about to get vader versus sid i have no idea what the fuck is gonna happen yeah uh i'm gonna predict well i think (sighs) is it a grudge match got me old jim Oh, wow. Okay, this is like a battle of the power. Like, no one else can do a powerbomb except for one of these guys. Okay. So it's like, who gets the finisher, basically? Yeah. It's like a hair. It's a finisher versus finisher match. Hair versus hair. Man, remember (laughs) Makabe at DOA? He fucking ruled. The main event? The hair versus hair, Makabe versus... Oh, yeah, it was great. Oh, so good. Uh, I saw because I follow Ref Aubrey, uh, but she was retweeting. He won some title in Europe recently because he's from Seattle where she used to ref. And so, like, she knows him and shit. Apparently, he's doing really well. Huh. It's not even. That last one, he didn't even, like, throw him down. He just kind of let go. Just dropped him. Yeah. See, Vader goes all the way down almost. <laughs> I love that this is cut where it's just Sean getting power bombs. <laughs> He's talking about how he got power bombed and how it sucked. What? What did he just say? He said I'm gonna go he's gonna go through you like X Lax through a widow woman. Why are widowed women drinking X Lax? <laughs> And why does it affect their bowels faster? Maybe I didn't hear Jim Cornette. Maybe (laughs) he said something else, because that doesn't make any fucking sense to me. I mean, it's going to work the same. It's the same bowel. (laughs) You think it would work the same. (laughs) The drug does not know if you're a man or a woman. (laughs) Also, like, like, if anything, I mean, would, would your husband's passing make you constipated? I would think it would be the other way around. If anything. Um, Sid looks fucking great. It's, yeah. It's, a shame, it's a shame he's not a better wrestler. I don't know, man. You put Sid in there with the right dude in this era of Sid where he's got this psycho gimmick. Then again, yeah, I just said Mark Merrill looked great and that a lot of Goldust did that to him. Yeah. So, uh, You know, you, you put you put Jake Sid the in snake. there with uh, Shawn Michaels or Brett and then, you know, Sid can look really good. Because, you know, he knows what he is. He knows he's a brawler, and he knows, you know, he's, 
he cuts a great promo and he's an imposing figure and like he's got a he's got a right hand and a power bomb and a, probably a boot and a leg drop and it's good enough, you know. See, that's why I really like uh, Lance Archer. Why he's my favorite wrestler at always, always has been. Always Fuck off! Be. Fuck it's you! It's because he's got that size. But You're he's a able fucking to, asshole. He's he's able to move like a like a cruiser. Oh my so, god, he's so uh, good. He's going above and beyond his body type. Which I I'm, I'm excited to see. That's why I just I've never not liked him. There was our hero. We just cut yeah, to our hero. Yeah. We just cut to Nick Kroll and the caveman ads for Geico. <laughs> God, I want Sid's hair. It's so good. Yeah. I think you you have that not that type of curl, but you got a curl. I've got a curl. It's more of a wave with me. Yeah, mine's all flat and then at the end it goes, let's party. And it curls out. <laughs> Yeah, yours is like, hey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd say that. He's a mastodon. He's a thoroughbred. I hate, that's how Hunter Hearst describes big wrestlers, thoroughbreds. I hate it. Yeah. Don't talk about horses. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and say I think this match is probably going to get one and a quarter stars. That's my prediction for this match. I... I should guess too. Why am I not guessing? I think this match. What'd you say? One and a quarter. That's my guess. I'm going to go up a bit and one and a half. Oh, okay. Really? What a bold bold prediction. Do we want to predict the length of this match? Oh, okay. Uh, Four minutes, 55 seconds. Because there is, I didn't glance at, I, I saw the times, like, short. I don't know which matches watch. There yeah. is a really short one, but I think this one is not it. I think, I want to say s- seven minutes. So you're saying four-ish? I think it's four to five. Oh! They all, Mike, oh. everyone looks the same. <laughs> oh, There's varying degrees man. of, like, uh, salt and pepper in their beards oh, and mullets. Boy. This <laughs> Sean, 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 Sean is very unhappy. This is pre Undertaker or Kane or whichever fucking up his eye. I one of them did a move on him that which made that lazy eye happen. Oh, that well, that doesn't happen until he comes back from back surgery and everything. Yeah, so after. that uh, yeah, but I think it was he has to is, is one of the moves a move actually did that to him. Don't steal Cornette's hanky. Oh, shit. Disrespectful. Yep. (laughs) What's Sean even there? (laughs) I wish I knew what Sean was there. (laughs) I think this is the number one contenders match for the world title. He just needs to see who can legally do the powerbomb to him next. (laughs) Okay, if that was the finish, I would have been so... Pissed off, but also happy. Oh boy, that would have been a ho- that would have been a Hogan main event right there. Man, the people fucking love Sid, huh? He's fuck. He's over his shit, dude. Is he like seven two, six eleven? No, I, he- I I bet he's in real life. He's probably like six eight or six nine. He's probably billed as seven feet. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Look at these shots from Vader! 
Oh my god! He's I put his him. dick in his face. He's just like, here's my all my dick. Here's all of my dick. <laughs> oh I haven't my watched god. these tights in weeks. Here is all of my dick for real. Man, brought to you by PlayStation. Here is all of my dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so far I got. It. I was wrong about this match. This is this fucking is awesome so this far. Match rules. Oh, match isn't over. Uh, out of out of shit houses oh. out of five. What do you got here? I got five shit houses out of five. Oh, so far. Yeah. Yeah, dude. This is probably four and a half for me. It's up there. Okay, he called him six nine. <laughs> what was the origin of Cornette's tennis racket in the case? You know? Is it just a gimmick thing he chose to do? Oh god. Uh what's a gimmick thing? What wh what's the origin of Cornette's tennis racket? Oh. I don't know. I mean, it's it goes way back. It goes back to the uh, early 80s, I think, him managing the Rock and Roll Express. I'm sorry, the Midnight Express. People, someone in the South was about ready to punch me in the face <laughs> when I said Rock and Roll Express. Were they heels? I'm sorry, former Confederacy. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Midnight Express were heels. I bet then that tennis racket and suit was to get them heat because he looks like a yuppie. Yeah, mm -hmm. he does. Yeah, but yuppies play tennis, Mike. I don't know if you know this. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know that. Those are just, yeah, just some real punches to the side of your head. Okay, yep, Sid's hitting him back. <laughs> what? Like, he Sid with a sunset flip? Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> God. Veda looks great, too. Dude, they both look great. Yeah. This is a pleasant surprise. The guy in the front row in the green wind jacket. That's yep. that purple and green wind jacket everyone knows so well from that era. Yep. Those two colors. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Thud. Yeah, dude, Sid's mullet is gross because it's the it's the crew cut all the way to the neckline. And then it's the, <laughs> the dangly curls. It's very, even the mullet part is very close to the head. It's party up top. It's it's business up top, business up back, party just down right at the neckline. Basically is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, it looks great. Look at that. Now. Is the Vader time a WWF thing or a Vader thing? Uh, I believe that's a Vader thing. Okay. I think it's stupid, but <laughs> it's kind of lame. Vader time! <laughs> but I would never tell him that, rest in peace. No, no, because Leon... Actually, Leon would Jesus. probably say that. or that would. Oh my God, he's just punching him in the face! Sid's like, are you fucking serious, Leon? Oh, he just put his whole boot into his, his chest. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, that was... That looked, that, didn't look, that didn't look painful at all. It looked clumsy, so that's good. Sid, no, this is bad for you. I knew some kind of press oh! slam. Sack of potatoes. Oh, 
No problem. Caught him like he was nothing. What's funny is this is the best match, and these people don't know it. Yeah. God, he's so imposing. Nope, he's watching the ref. You know when you're going to kick when you see him watch the ref. (laughs) I'm so happy I can barely hear King shouting off his rocker. I thought they were saying fuck. They were saying bump. Comes a Vader bomb. Vader's in there fucking my head. Oh, no, it's not a Vader bomb. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. Get out of there, Sid. Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, and he lifts him. Oh, the torture. (laughs) The torture. The ref was not happy about this. Fucking Magnum P.I. back there with his camera. And his big old his fucking aviators. <laughs> the guy in the muscle shirt doing the thumbs down right now. Yeah. The tank top yeah. is also cool. He's a very Jean-Claude Van Damme inspired individual. I don't think Vader would even feel a knee through his stomach. You know, just doesn't even feel it. This doesn't even register. Oh my god, that's friggin' raw power. Holy shit. All the gold dust glitter everywhere still. <laughs> it, honestly, the gold dust glitter makes every match afterward better. No look how shiny way he is. is he gonna get Vader up in a power bomb. No his way. Back. His back makes me want to eat like chicken fried steak. Like it's hurty. Oh fuck your nuts, Cornette. <laughs> Oh, sell it. Sell it, Jim. Is he going to No. Is he going to try to power? There's no way he's actually. There we go. There it is. The lowest of blows. We're pretty synced up. We saw that at the exact same time. Yeah, pretty good. Podcasting pros. Podcasting pros. Just in case anybody was wondering, uh, the temperature, I would say, is actually stabilized <laughs> here in the shithouse closet. Uh, I'm going to say that's not, not, not much different. I'm going to say we're cruising at about 85 degrees here in the yeah, closet. Yeah, right uh, Mike and I, we just discussed, we're pretty synced up. Uh, if you want to sync up to Mike's temperature, it's 84. Go ahead and click your thermostat up. Sync up with Mike's temperature. I mean, look, here's the thing. Vader is more likely to powerbomb Sid than the other way around, for sure. Most definitely. Oh, a little choke slam? Barely. He even <laughs> hopped it. Oh, good finish. Was that it? Good finish. So no one power bombed. Interesting. No one power bombed anyone. Kind of protected smart. both guys. God, man. Remember when Vince was like uh, an all right booker and then he lost his mind because he's like senile and old now? I guess. <laughs> Object not well. Allegedly, he's insane. <laughs> I mean, look at. I mean, Sid definitely looks like money for sure. Yeah. You know, especially if he's in there with Sean, and I think they actually do have a pretty good match at Survivor Series. He's behind you. Those guys in the front. 
Yeah, definitely laugh at him. Look at you. You're like an entire small child taller. Not that big. His Sid's body is so good. He's got that giant upper body, and then it just sinks like just sinks right into his tights perfectly because he's he's built real well. He's got a good shape. Look at him, just fitting right into those trunks. Yeah. Ladies also, his watch Sid is so good at emoting with his face too. He's like he just is so intense. Yeah, like that one right there. <laughs> Where he'd scream, like, it's such a simple thing to scream, who's the man? Yeah. At the crowd and have them scream, you're the man, like, back to him. Uh, or, 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 you know, coining little phrases like, I am the man who rules the world. Like, that's so silly, right? That is so absurd. Like, a thing yeah. for a wrestler to say, but you're like, holy shit, like, this dude's a megalomaniac. And, like, people love seeing someone that big and that powerful like almost um discovering that they're a superhero in a certain way yeah yeah my favorite like big phrase like that that's so simple yet so cool was when bray wyatt was calling himself the eater of worlds yeah right same thing very cool wow doc hendrix so is doc hendrix just vince trying to market his name Basically, I don't to, to I don't know what character. Doc Hendricks is. I really I don't know. I mean, I, I can't imagine that was Michael Hayes that came up with that name. Michael, I want to sit down with you real quick and uh, have a brief discussion with you about what was Doc Hendricks? Where did Doc Hendricks come from? Well, he came from <laughs> he starts talking about how he's tired of being a good old boy. You know, he has a band. Michael Hayes. Yeah, the, the Bad Street, the Bad Street Band, I think. Yeah. And he still puts out records to this day. Really? Well, I think they put one out like in 2006. <laughs> so, cool. Yeah. To, so basically to this day. Yeah. Yeah. To this day. Oh, okay. Ratings. Okay. What did you say? Uh, you said- I think I like that match more than Meltzer liked that match. Uh, you already gave I- a rating. Didn't we already rate it? Well, that was my guess, but my right. my... My impression of the match after watching it is much different than what I thought it was going to be. I said it was going to be one and a quarter. This is a much better match than one and a quarter. There were some spots where, like, they didn't know what the other one was going to do, and there it looked it kind of looked shitty in some spots. But honestly, I thought this was, uh, for me, this was mostly really pretty solid pro wrestling. Uh, so I, 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 for me, I think it was like three and a half. I'm gonna say three. That's what I okay. like. I think Meltzer's going to give it a 1.5, but I say okay. 3. Yeah. It is. I'm trying not to look at the other ratings. Uh... <laughs> what do you give it? Three quarters. <laughs> Dave doesn't like it when big guys do stuff. No, he hates it. He doesn't like it. He likes people to flip and be agile and have lots of false finishes, and I get it. It's okay, but also, man, don't don't underestimate the the like impact that a short match between two guys that are huge and beat the shit out of each other can have. Oh, this is the main event. It's not the main event. It says it is. 
Really? There's two dark matches afterward. Oh, really? Henry oh, Goodwin. Okay. The Goodwins versus uh, Cassidy and Marty Jannetty is after oh, this. Oh, I match. see. Right. And Those are dark sh- matches. Okay. Shawn Michaels and Goldust are after that. Yeah. Shawn Michaels and Goldust. Interesting. Ladies and gentlemen, if you watched, listened to uh, last week's episode, you heard us uh, commentating over this match, but now you're going to hear us do it live, all 18 minutes of it. Uh, I think you're really going to enjoy it. Well, I'm interested to take another look at this because it's like, it's one thing to do it with a guest and to try and kind of make sure that we're all kind of staying engaged and... You know, yeah. keep track of what we're talking about and stuff. Uh, but oh my god! <laughs> but but this now is we're really, gonna. Get... I, I'm looking forward to kind of getting lost in this right now. Yeah, we're gonna get into the real science of the match, though. On this on this watch along, the real science, the real uh, the head games, the deep internal struggles that both mankind and Undertaker had. We didn't really cover that with Todd, so we're gonna talk about that here. I love a good pull down into the ring. <laughs> it's yeah. so stupid. It's so dumb. As I always think about the logistics, like how long has that hole been there? Uh, everyone's been avoiding the hole all night. Yeah. It's just, a, it's funny to think about. Man, shit, they have a whole <laughs> fucking huge build, huh? Yeah. The brawls. God, stop doing it, Mick. Stop doing that elbow drop. I know it's your thing, but stop it. See? Stop it, Mick. Oh, my God. I love that oh. running knee into the stairs. Because Every... the way he sells it, it looks so painful for Mick. <laughs> oh, my God. Man, I'll tell you what. This is a lot of high spots for these crazy things they're doing. So stupid. Buried alive. So I had the headphones on. I didn't hear what he said, what Paul Bearer said, but just his voice carried through. The amount of dirt on camera lenses is unprecedented. (laughs) Wow. Even then, the WWF video packaged crew killing it. Yeah. Honestly, outside of some of the talent, best part of the company i think is those that video editing team yeah i can't dispute that okay i thought paul bearer was about to like try and get man mankind to high five him when he had his hand out like that <laughs> we're gonna do it Mick. give me five but we're Can bro- Bros have me. to high five. Show me some skin, Mick. Up top, down low, too slow. <laughs> you can see him slowly pulling his hand away. Too slow. <laughs> too slow. <laughs> Paul's like, I want to get my high five in now because I know in 20 minutes you're not going to be able to walk under your own power. (laughs) You're going to jump off the mound of dirt and I'm not very safely. Did you flip it upside down? This is fun. Right side up. 
I think upside down? That's weird. Also, the running thing in wrestling that wrestlers are so mad when their personal possessions get taken by the other wrestler. Yeah. They get, I mean, it's even amplified to this day with the car, Jericho and Mox. It's the same thing. Jericho and Mox. He took his car. And they did a pissed. thing for a second where uh, TMDK, or uh, I should say uh, TM61, or the Mighty, whatever the fuck they were being called at that moment in WWE uh, or in NXT, stole yeah. uh, uh, the, the, like, the gold chain from the Street Profits. Oh, yeah. And they had a little feud over the gold chain. Yeah, man, don't take a wrestler's personal property. He doesn't care for that. Uh, same vein, Street Profits, when they were feuding with uh, the money guys, I forget their names, when they kept like uh, doing videos in front of their really expensive cars. Right. I forget that guy's name. Sabatelli and his buddy. Yeah, Riddick Moss. Which I guess Riddick Moss is challenging people for that 24 title right now. Oh, fuck. And Sabatelli is still with the company. I think he's coming off of a really bad injury. So Yeah. He's got a really good heel look because he looks like an asshole. Yeah. I mean, he's a hell of an athlete. Former, uh, former professional football player for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm -hmm. Which is funny that that's the team. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> So, can we do like a 30 minute, after this, like a 30 minute, uh, is it shithouse episode? How many shithouses have you been stocking up? Oh, I've got a few. We could just share each other's shithouses for a while. Mm. If that's okay. engaging content. Because I have one you really need to see. Yeah. And it really needs to be on air that you see it. Okay. So, we'll see. I might be exhausted after this. Right. Which is probably the case. Because I have so many that are very good. I don't. We probably talked about this, but I just love the purple boots and the purple gloves. Yeah, they're the. That's the best. That's the best Undertaker for me. And the purple elbow highlights. The oh layer. God! That was right on the entire railing. Dude, that was that a full was, head. Oh god, like I knew that spot was coming and it still like gave me like goosebumps. That was so bad. Oh, Jesus. That's, that's a rough one. Don't touch your foot to his hair, kid. <laughs> yeah, what a dick move. I knew exactly what he was trying to do. It was like maybe I can touch it. <laughs> He's trying to touch him. Stop it, oh, kid. Get your hand away from the wrestlers, kid. God, that's so ugly. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> yeah, but it's also kind of awesome. Like, yeah, it's great. Brought to you by PlayStation. <laughs> I like he saw. Okay, he saw the mound of dirt just now. I was like, oh no, the dirt. <laughs> the way he reacted is like, I can't be close to the dirt because he could throw me in. <laughs> Are we already at this spot where he throws him off the mound? Uh, I think we're close to it. That no, means... no, no. I think this is there's going to be a small package here. Okay. Yeah, because that's cool. Shovel to the eye. I didn't notice that last time. So, Earl Hebner, when he takes his bump, is still yeah. the best part of this match. Yeah, legendary bump. 
He's not a spring chicken, that Hebner, even at this time. I love <laughs> the keep Undertaker's like, I'll do a small package. Oh shit, I forgot there's a hill here. Yeah. There's <laughs> a beautiful counter to the suplex, but Just fuck keep... if there wasn't a dirt hill. God, this damn downhill momentum. If only that weren't part of this match. <laughs> if there weren't hills in this match, it'd be all good if there was no hills. Okay, everyone, uh, room temperature of my apartment now. Uh, I may have, because I've been drinking beer, uh, cans of 7.3% beer, but I'm very hot temperature-wise now. <laughs> uh, probably not as hot as Mike's closet, but that's my update. Uh, just a real quick update here from the shithouse closet. <laughs> uh, temperature update for everybody. Uh, I think we're up to about 89 here in the in the closet. I'm doing fine. Uh, I think I'm adapting with it. It's definitely getting hotter in here, but uh, I don't feel all that worse. 89. Did we just catch that extreme close-up of that female fan for no reason? She had a pixie cut, short hair pixie cut. Yeah. She looked amazed. What was that about? I think that was just a uh, cut to a fan, just like you would cut to a uh, a ridiculous man with a huge mullet, except that happened to be... Um, Someone who wasn't hideous. God, I love Paul. Look at he's like, I swear he's being choked. Look at him. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I have to get another beer. Mike, uh, vamp. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is your co-host Mike here, uh, flying solo for the moment. Beyond the guardrail, we've got two true heavyweights slugging it out. The crowd is loving it. God, that's a cool bump from Mick. And that's a 300-pound man flying through the air. Very cool. God, that the the horrible squeal that Mick made as the early mankind character is just haunting. It's haunting to me uh, to this day. I remember watching it as like an 11, 12 year old kid. Yeah, probably like 11. And here, and and not knowing what the hell to make of this character, I had no. I didn't like it. Like I didn't understand like the, the heart, like the boiler room brawl, like, well, that's awesome. The boiler room brawl, that kind of stuff. I had no idea why that was entertaining for some people. Uh, it, it just, I did not get it. But now in hindsight, I look back and I'm like, this is fucking cool. Like this is really weird. I missed all your vamping. I'll hear it later, but I love that over the railing dive that undertaker does just now. Pretty great. It, it's pretty filthy and gross. What were you talking about? Oh, about mankind. Oh, this is crazy. I'm gonna be. This is gonna be crazy. When we saw that spot last time, the nut, the nut shot, right? The yeah. slip. I swear it was from a different camera angle, but I know it can't be because it's the same video. Uh, correct. Do you think it's because I was sitting in a stool on a stool at a different angle of the TV? I don't know, but I think there was a little kid at the bottom of the screen. I saw it. Who just flipped off Paul Bearer? I'm I not. I think it was. I think both double guns were directed at Paul Bearer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
There's another brewski for old Bo. It's my final one in the fridge. Only a two left, but they're 7.3, like I said, so they get me right where I would need to be real quickly. <laughs> Whoa, do you hear Mick screaming? Uh, that was like, kind of like what I pig. vamped about while you were gone. God, that's I. that was awesome. The pig squeal. Haunting, very, right? Very good. God. Yeah, because we were so talking to Todd, I just missed it last time. Yeah, it's bizarre, man. This is a bizarre character, This er, these early stages of mankind. Mankind's... Like his tights right now look like a fudge round. God damn it with the fucking fudge round. They are, are you though. kidding it's the me? Dark brown and the light brown. It's the fudge We're round not going to talk about the fucking fudge rounds anymore. Get out of here. I wish we could meet in person because I bought some fudge rounds and I was going to use them for his no. shit house. No. I bought them at, during the show we did with uh, Miranda when I was high. I bought them on Amazon during the show. What? <laughs> no. I thought I bought one when I got the box. There was four boxes. I have so many fudge rounds. <laughs> During our AEW Revolution watch along, you were ordering fudge rounds on Amazon. That's how high you were. Oh, I right. told oh, you. The pen spot. The pen yeah, wrapped in masking it's... tape. Oh, my God. The edibles took hold. I like that he's mankind stares at the pen like, what have I done? <laughs> And he digs into his head. Oh, my God. Paul Bearer. What a legacy. What, like, a, a good job he had. Yeah. Just being the weird, spooky, quirky manager for, like, 15, 20 years. Yeah, it seems like it would have been fun, for sure. Yeah. Love these rest in peace chants from this crowd. Nice back yeah. elbow. This is the first time I'm noticing uh, Mankind's boots. They're pretty cool looking. They got like this cross like gladiator boot with studs on them. They kind of look like his his mask actually, which is neat. <laughs> now, now I have the pen. Like the way the cross looks on the boot is like the same style Woo! of the chocolate on top of the fudge round. God damn it! How are we back to fudge rounds? This isn't we. Well, it's Mick. Is it, if he changes outfits, which he's not. Then I won't think about it, but now he looks like a giant chocolate treat I want to bite into. Are we going to talk about fudge rounds for the rest of this match? For the rest right. of the watch along? Right, Is it going to just yeah, be about stop. fudge rounds? Is that what's going to happen? Stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. It's fine. Thank you. Four boxes they sent me. <laughs> God damn it. I got the box. like, oh, this is big. Oh, and I cut man, it open with a box knife. Shit chair. And then I flipped the box over my couch to let the other box out. And then when four boxes of fudge wrong <laughs> spilled out, I was at once disappointed and excited at the same time. <laughs> oh, it's such a gentle urn hit. <laughs> oh, God, that noise was good. I didn't like it, but it was good.
You know what? No. I think a head-to-chair headshot is always cool looking. I just know what it does, and that's the bummer. Yeah, ugh. <laughs> Did he just squeal again? Yeah, he licked the, the chair, and then he squealed. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> it's so strange. Can we talk about all the white long sleeves right there? <laughs> it's like it's like it's like seventy four percent white t shirts there, and there's one cross section of the first three rows. All right, guys, we got our white quota opposite hard cam. We're good. We got the white shirts. We're good. What are you trying to touch? Stop for? touching the wrestler. I just, just want to get in mix armpit. Just let me get in there. <laughs> All right, here's the Hebner spot that I'm excited yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, I think it happens after the Mankind spot, though. Or does he do the elbow drop off the mound? I forget. I okay. choose not to spoil it for you, Bo. How about that? That's great. Well, here, let's talk about this match of where I am right now. If you see the camera, my eyes are wide open. I'm like a child watching this match again. We watched it two <laughs> weeks ago. I, I love this match, Mike. I it's love really it. fun. It's, it's really good. fun. Oh, the dirt in the face. Classic. Todd, I, personal apology. I You know, when I first got told that this was the match you liked, I privately made fun of it. I thought that's a weird match, but now that I've watched it twice in the span of a month, damn it. Oh! God, that's such a gnarly throw. But now that I watch it twice in the span of a month, I love it. I've always loved it. Just like Lance Archer, I've always loved him. <laughs> I've always loved this match. You just didn't know you loved it. Yeah. Like, did you see how long his braided murder hawk was? Yes! It's down to his belt line. I'm telling you, dude, watch him in the in the G1 this year, last year. That was nice. Oh. That's a nice looking fall. Boy, all the Fo way up. Foley's yeah. pile driver is up there, man. It's 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 a top five pile driver for me. It's like because it's just a sit down, right? So he sits down, but the way he like tugs on the waistline of the other guy, yeah, and then the way Undertaker's legs kind of react to that tug just makes the impact look so much gnarlier. Yeah, it's cool. Cool kid in the Bills jersey with a do-rag taking photos on a Kodak <laughs> right there. Or is he like in a, like a Michael Jackson like conductor hat? What is that? <laughs> like a captain's hat? Like a sailor's captain's hat? What are you what are you talking about? The guy, the kid in the red Bills jersey, he's he's right behind Mick Foley right now. Right there. <laughs> the 45. What is that hat? Okay, you the said fuck Bills. Is that you said Bills. It's Bulls. Oh, it's a Bulls it? jersey. Huh, it looks like an eye. I know <laughs> who the Chicago Bulls are. The Bills are a team, though, right? The Bills are a football team. That's a basketball jersey. <laughs> is the is the Bills, are they like a teal color? No. They're red, white, and blue. Oh. All right. Look, 
it was what it is is you're right it is like a uh sailor's captain's hat but it's a Shawn michaels like oh, like zebra boy. print when he bought it his mom was like oh a little sexy boy <laughs> Oh God, God! Can we not? Mom, don't say that. Yeah, that that was Paul Bear's reaction to your joke. That's what that was. Oh, it's a sexy boy. No, don't stop making that noise. We're not gonna do that. We're not gonna have Paul Bear saying "sexy boy" on the program. Oh, stop! He's not your boy toy. That's the only two lyrics I know. The worst. Can you imagine that as your fucking ringtone? Oh, God. I like that they call it double feature. It's so indicative of the times. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's just a fucking instant replay, Vince. But they, yeah. No, 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 no double feature. Double feature. <laughs> it's a mastodon. Look, just, there's another zebra hat. They just saw it once. They're going to see it again. It's a double feature. That's badass. I don't remember that spot either. That's great. Are you He's just like, like so high all the time that you have no memory of anything? I was just really into talking with Todd and joking around because that was a fun episode. But he like. Okay. Pink windbreaker. No t-shirt underneath. Got him right there with a with balding. Got it. Yep. Yep. Pink Next windbreaker. No finger. t-shirt underneath. Gold chain. Next to purple finger. Purple finger. White. Purple finger. White shirt. <laughs> little kid. Look at all the dirt. In his arm hair, mankind's. Yeah. I remember oh, that spot. I love the steps. I remember talking about that spot. Big time. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. You, you're editing the audio. You'll hear it. The legend of the blue steps. Oh, God. Look at the scars on Mick's body. Like, you remember when Paul Bear hit him with the urn but pulled it really hard? He did a pull... Like, the way that Undertaker hit, hit hit Mankind with the steps, there was no pull on that one. He just dropped it on his face. Or his body. Back. Yep. God, look at that hair, too. It's very o- good. Oh, to be young, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so he can't have that hair, either. Same with Kane, when his mask has the built-in hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like when he goes from corporate Kane to normal Kane, because the hair goes away. <laughs> yeah. All right. He's doing good, being a libertarian somewhere, being a governor or a mayor, <laughs> whatever Kane's doing these days. He's the mayor of Tennessee or something. Yeah, yeah. Or he's like a county ward or something. He's something. He's something. All right, we're going to get that Hebner spot. And then is it Bradshaw shows up? <laughs> I know you cut that audio real well. I didn't have I didn't have to. <laughs> it was it's but I mean it's awesome. I couldn't have planned it any better. It was a beautiful surprise. Not unlike the four boxes of fudge rounds that I opened up <laughs> from Amazon. <laughs> All right, fuck off, Bob. <laughs> Choke slam into the casket. Very cool. Very cool. Because it's, it's got a cool dynamic because it's the falling choke slam, right? But because he's going into a hole, very cool. Listen to that pop. I was say listen. I was going to say listen to that crowd. Same thing, yeah. They're into it. I'm into it. It's real dirt. 
Ingrid's into it. That is not gimmicked dirt. <laughs> that, what if that was the focus all the time? Guys, it's real dirt. It's like not fake dirt. It's like real dirt. real dirt. Like Paul Bear is going to hit man, uh, hit Undertaker with an urn, but you're like, that's fake. But then when okay, you see this the dirt. Is, th- see, this is where we messed up. Hebner tries to raise his hand because he he's declares oh. the Undertaker the winner. So Undertaker actually does win this match. He just fucks it for himself. But he is he is not done burying mankind. So and the Earl match Hebner is oh, he's, gets in okay. the way. Yeah, because I could I can hear his music playing. So he yeah. Yeah. Oh Mike Kyoto, no. And so essentially the heels are out to save their heel, friend. They're not out to punish Undertaker. They want to wait, no. Yeah, because they when it flip flops, they bury Undertaker. Oh God! Did we ever figure out who this is at this time? Yeah, it's uh, it's Terry Gordy, the executioner. <laughs> I like the unbearing. Just do, just lift him up. <laughs> just pick him up. He's not underground. You don't have to take the dirt off of him. Unbury him faster, quickly! Unbury him. Oh, he's covered in dirt. Did I tell you the dirt's real? Oh. He's full goosed him right there in the butthole. <laughs> full thumb in the old mankind nether regions. Now you're buried alive. Take that. Why? <laughs> I like that now this new person's buried. Cue the lightning. Cue the lightning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's really good. Oh, yeah, because this is when they, they pull him out, basically, huh? That's the the assumed. Look at the shadow of that shotgun mic on the camera. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, maybe this is the debut of the executioner. What a hot debut. Show up in a very confusing fashion. (laughs) Man, they do. They got him out of there quick when they were... Do you think the audience saw them pull out? That's not how I would put it. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I... Oh, <laughs> Goldust is like, hang on, let me let me get a little piece of this right here. Apparently, you got a Shawn Michaels fight soon, but let me just <laughs> get this buried. <laughs> that duster. Whatever on JBL is bad. We can also talk about the airbrushing of Undertaker on the casket or on the headstone. Yeah. It's very bad if you check it. The detail is awful compared to Mankind. Oh, really? Yeah. If you, if they get a shot, shot up close up, look at Undertaker. Do you think they're thinking, like, what do we do at the end of the show? Just bury a guy. Now, look at Undertaker. Okay. I think he looks like a different person. He looks like he looks like Dimebag Daryl from Pantera. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Dimebag Daryl. We hate your new song on, on uh, Power, NWA Power, but you died a hor- in a horrible fashion. You'll be missed. 
Yeah, I don't know. Pantera sucks. Yeah, they suck. I uh, I'm just surprised that I pulled uh, Dimebag Daryl of Pantera out of my head. <laughs> Why is that up there? Me too. It's weird <laughs> that you remembered a name of someone. And that I think I accurately picked. Yes, it indeed does look like Dimebag Daryl. That's. From... Yeah. <laughs> I think we can uh, we can wrap this up. Uh, I think. Let's see. Let's check the. You're always wanting to wrap things up. At the end, it's just trying I, to wrap I feel things like the listener, up so quick. You got plenty of time like listener, earlier in the program. Talk about fucking fudge rounds. You don't have time in your fucking little world to do a proper outro for a watch along. Something no, we invested I two mean, that, hours that's in. That's what the wrap up is, you know. Plus, as I open up the WWE app, uh, it opened up the video on the phone as well. So there's eight minutes left. I know how up. many minutes there are left. <laughs> we okay? can wrap up I can here see. The- the, by the way, there's four minutes left. There's not eight minutes left. There's four. Uh, you know, we agree to disagree. There's no way of knowing. No, it's just math. It's math. Yeah, there's no way There's of only one math. That's what's so great about math. Ladies and gentlemen, the reason I want to wrap up, I think Mike can, looking at my screen of how sexy and sensual my lighting is. What the fuck? The beer is uh, making me very drowsy, and I'm tired of recording, and I want oh to take a nap. Oh, my God. This friggin' so, lightweight. Can't even record Dimebag two Darryl hours. Again. That does not look like Can't The Undertaker. Can't even record two hours with his best friend. <laughs> Dedicate two hours of his life to an instant classic event from October of 1996. In your house, 11. Buried alive. They're going to bury for the next four minutes. How many they? stars do you give this match? Oh, Bo? wait. Was there a match before this? Yeah, no. there were several before this. But that we watched. Wait, no, that's yep. not how we want to yep. phrase we it. Yep, we watched all the I matches. <laughs> yep, we watched all the matches before this. All right, let me pull up the ratings. Uh, I thought maybe we missed one that we rated. Here's a fun thing. I closed that tab. Uh-huh. I'm back. Um, I'm not going to guess because I already know the score. And if people listen to last week's episode, they also know the score. But if you don't recall, what would you give it? Oh, I definitely don't recall. Um, I would give this match um, three and three quarters. Three and three quarters, baby. (laughs) I pulled the mic all the way down to my kneecap because that's so loud. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good, man. Yeah. That's pretty good. me, Me and Uncle Dave matched up on two of the exact same opinions. It's a good match, you know, surprisingly. Uh, match of the night for you. Go. Mm, match of the night. That you watched. That we watched. I would say this was probably match of the night. I would this agree. Ma- this main event. Yeah. I mean, have the story behind it. What's this? See, we missed this. I'm glad we didn't turn it off, Mike. Oh, are you glad that we didn't turn it off, Bo? <laughs> My match of the night's this match shortly behind it, uh, Vader. Behind that, Sid. Okay, Vader and Sid were the same match. (laughs) Really? Really? Yes, really. They wrestled each other, you fucking idiot. Whoa. I had, like, I think I multiverse thing happened again. are you talking about I, for some reason i was thinking we watched vader versus uh <laughs> look at paul bear getting down this dirt mound. he's happy about it because he just slipped i think he broke character <laughs> i made it dumb 
alone. It's great. Uh, no, the match that we watched with Todd. I'm mixing them all up. I'm blending them all together. Vader and Hanson? Yeah. That, yeah, didn't happen on this. That happened six years prior. Not this date. Not in this Japan. <laughs> not this country. Oh, oh see? That, shit. He's alive again. Now, that lightning, is that a special effects in... Oh, sick! Very cool. Oh. It's a bummer that that stick is right there, huh? It's a bummer they left the shovel there in the shot. <laughs> but... Man. Okay, now we can stop. <laughs> now we can wrap up. Oh, that was it. That was an event. You know, okay. Uh, some some fun. Nothing. Not. Uh, I think that one's a banger. <laughs> that match. That might be the only banger of the, the ticket. The entire card. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, really, you know, I was looking forward. I thought we were gonna get to watch the stalker against Justin Bradshaw. Uh, I that then that that you know that's on me. I thought for sure we were gonna get to watch twenty minutes of. The Stalker versus Justin Hawk Bradshaw with Uncle Zebekiah. <laughs> and that's on you. That's on you. That's on me. That was really the draw of this event for me. Also, just <laughs> oh, that's reading. Disappointing. Just, it was just such a weird. It was such a. It's such a weird lineup. Just to go through it again here. The Stalker versus Justin Hawk Bradshaw. Stone Cold versus Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Owen and Bulldog versus the Smoking Guns for the belts. Mark Marrow versus Goldust for the IC Championship, Sid versus Vader, number one contendership for the Heavyweight Championship, and who uh, gets to use the power bomb thereafter, uh, <laughs> and then Undertaker versus Mankind with Paul Bearer, and I thought we were going to get to watch the fucking Godwins against the New Rockers, <laughs> so we were going to get to see fucking Al Snow as Leaf Cassidy alongside Marty Jannetty in the terrible New Rockers. And then I thought, and then I thought we were gonna get to watch Shawn Michaels and Goldust uh, for the belt, and I just I I apologize. You know, fans, if you want to watch those, you can find them, seek them out yourself. You know, I guess Mike's I don't know. Maybe do that. that. Maybe I'm not gonna on watch YouTube them. somewhere. I'm not gonna watch them with Mike, but he's gonna do it. He's gonna find them and he's gonna watch them and he's gonna report back. I assume. I think that this is a real white whale scenario here now for me to find the stalker versus Justin Bradshaw yeah. um, and bring it bring it to the people so that they have that in their lives. If you think about it, the people need it. So, yeah, I think so. Again, because we're not doing this for us. We do this for you guys. Right. We haven't talked. We haven't said that in a while. Yeah. And it's good to re- it's good to remind the listeners. Of- so how about a little fucking gratitude? Yeah. How about a, how about a, how about a uh, mention on the Facebook or uh, a, a share on the on the Instagram. Yeah, how hard is that? You know, you click a share button, and then you share it. You could even say, "I like this show. You should listen." Yeah, it helps. Have we been Have we been saying share and subscribe yeah. and stuff in, in the every episodes? fucking time? Rate, review, share, subscribe is usually what I always Write, say. Rate, review, share, Rate. subscribe. Listen, okay, so we'll do that then. Hey everyone, it's Bo. Uh, you, <laughs> it's really bad. But hey, if you want to follow us on social. Uh, do it. It's Tope Suicida Pod. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the same address. It'll get you there. Get going. Talk to us. Tell us your favorite wrestler. Email us your favorite wrestler. We don't care. Tope Suicida Pod at gmail.com. Listen to the show. Subscribe to it on your favorite podcast player. Rate it. Review it. Give us some words. Make it five stars. 
share it with your friends, preferably share it with one or two friends. Maybe they'll share it with their friends and maybe we'll cultivate an audience that will be cool. Think of it like the opposite of coronavirus. Exactly. You're social distancing so that you don't come in contact with one or two people that then comes in contact with one or two people. And then eventually this thing gets to a person who has a vulnerable uh, is a vulnerable age or or immunocompromised. This is the opposite of that. If you share it with one or two people, then maybe they share it with one. And pretty soon uh, it's infecting the entire world and everybody has a a more fun... uh, rip-roaring existence because Tope Suicida is dripping into their ear holes. Yeah, it's like it's a smooth slide of liquid right down your ear canal, right in there. Share that liquid with your friend. Do some swapping of it. Swap the liquid with your friend. Oh, yeah. Tope Suicida coming at you live, dripping into your ear canal, clearing out your wax, bringing you that sweet nectar that you so crave. Tope Suicida drips every Tuesday, Tuesday. Boop, boop. Hey everyone, it's Macho Man Randy Savage here telling you to, well, before we put on the wax, we want you to put some wax in your ears. We're going to play your favorite songs of the day on these vinyl records, but before you do that, put the liquid down your ears. Tope Suicidi, yeah, cream in the crop. Yeah. Mean Gene, have you tried Tope Suicidi yet? Beep. <laughs> I was hoping you'd be Mean Gene, but I can't find the voice for Mean Gene. It's like this. I think this might be the best mean gene. Just do this voice. All right, ladies and gentlemen, macho man Randy Savage. You are the intercontinental heavyweight champion of the world. No, that's almost Barack Obama now. But it's very the same. I think that was good. That was very good. I believed it. Oh, Randy, Randy Savage. Randy. I'll have to work on Gene. Love Gene. So the end of these watch-alongs, we just workshop bits. I don't know. That's what we do here. Anyway. uh, We hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, we hope you did. Tell us what you like about the match on social everywhere. But again, really, it helps us out if you honestly, no jokes. uh, We do love what listeners we have. But if you would share it with your friends, that would be great. Uh, Yeah, we're having fun making the show. I'm wondering if like earnest asking instead of sarcastic characters would actually help. Huh. (laughs) We'll try it. Interesting. Out. We'll try it out. But uh, st- when you said earnest asking, what I thought was like that was an earnest movie that I had not seen yet. <laughs> like Ernest goes to camp it's or like Ernest the last goes to movie jail. In the Ernest series, he's really hurting for money, so he's going to a bank to ask for a loan. <laughs> earnest asking for a loan. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. You guessed it. Me, Ernest P. Worrell, asking for money to buy a home. It's an, hour, burn. it's an hour and 40 minutes of Jim Varney <laughs> trying to get a mortgage loan. <laughs> Mr. Worrell, I'm sorry. You don't have any credit history at all. I just, I can't in good conscience give you a, a home loan. That's such a huge amount of money. To, Mr. Worrell, this to, is to, to loan a to serious no conversation. You can't quit. You got to quit looking off to the hard cam as if someone's there. There's no one there. This is real life. <laughs> It's just me and you, Ernest P. Worrell and his best friend Vern, here applying for a loan at the bank for the new Ernest P. Worrell Museum. <laughs> um, oh, did we ever find out who Vern was? Ooh, I don't. I, you know, I don't know. Because uh, Ernest had a, a TV show, I think, before the movies. Okay. Uh, and Vern might, might have appeared in the, I don't know, but I don't, I don't ever remember seeing Vern well, ever. Here's how we'll end this episode. Cause it's related to wrestling. Yeah. Vern. 
Vern Troyer, mini-me from the Austin Powers series, may he rest in peace as well. Yeah. Also a big wrestling fan. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>